0: do better be better welcome back to take flight we're your hosts shazen Watson inbound implementers and social media specialists at Spotify inbound
1: inbound christmas was here
0: and every year we get super excited this year was no different. inbound 22 went back to boston so we had a team both in person and dialing in remotely from south africa to make sure we caught all the talks and updates Right we'll to bring it back to you and share so that we can all gain from
1: the all that is inbound. We have the in-person team with us here today, which is our managing director, Darren Leishman, and our long-standing clients, Wendy and Tandy. And then it's us representing the remote team alongside Malin, our strategic inbound advisor. Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm going to jump straight into the first question with you, Darren.
2: Tell us about being back in Boston. Cool. Thanks, Watson. Um, good to be back, I must say. Um, so um yeah, Boston is a is a phenomenal city. And yeah, the yeah, we've been there a number of times. So I've been to Inbound, I think it's my fifth or sixth one. Um, but I haven't been there for four years, so I saw a few changes. But for me, what was really interesting was the vibrancy of the inbound community. Um, so it was a smaller event than um, in previous years. So I think the last time Tandy and Wendy were there, it was a, around 26,000 people that attended the event. Um, and HubSpot kept this one quite a bit smaller. So there were uh, around 10,000 people at the convention center and I think another 50,000 people joining from online all over the world and it's yeah you know, we we went from in-person events to online or virtual events and this was the first time I was at one where it was a combination or a hybrid event of an online virtual event um, and although you know we were primarily in person it seems like the two have intermesh pretty well but for me the highlight was the ability to reconnect with people who i've met over the years um yeah sit in a meeting room with them and have those deep conversations that are much harder to do um virtually Um, so just yeah being able to sit across the table or stand at the bar or meet in the passage and just shake someone's hand. So, you know, being able to come down the escalator and bump into Damesh Shah, you know, the founder of HubSpot was an absolute highlight for me. And I think it's, it it shows how connection and um, human connection and being physically present does foster relationships. Um, so I think that for me was the highlight and, and the key takeout.
0: I'm see- seeing a theme there, but we're going to be going into that a little bit later. Um, Wendy, for you, how is it being back in Boston?
3: Oh, my goodness. So, again, it's such a privilege to actually find yourself in a space where you are completely inspired. Like, it happened to me the first time I went, and this time it was just – it just happened again. Like, it was – it's so beautiful to actually attend sessions – um, that that completely reinforce what we are doing at home. So we often tend to think that we're in South Africa, that, you know, we we sort of, you know, we, we take a bit of a backseat when it comes to global markets and initiatives and whatever, but guys, we are, we're doing the right thing. Um, so it was just
1: absolute reinforcement for me. It's just really inspiring. Amazing. And Tandy, for you, how was uh, being back in Boston? Yes. I mean,
4: similarly, it's quite diff- difficult to to change the narrative, because I think we all felt very much the same. So again, it's it's about that being in a space where you can immerse yourself in in different people, in different learnings, in um, reinforcing of, as Wayne says, of the ideas and and the the business and the leadership and the um, sales sort of stuff that's going on all around the world. Um, and I think as a leader of a business, it's very important sometimes to extract yourself from your day to day stuff. And, and Inbound offers, always offers me that incredible opportunity to immerse myself in a different space and to learn from others. But um, also, I think again, like Wayne says, it's really, really cool to know that we are, we really are up there with the top thinking in the world. And then just to be inspired by by different people's ideas and um, and different scenarios and uh, lectures or, or whatever deep dives that we attended, and they were. Really filled with so much. I, I was scribbling. I, I said, I sent home at one stage. I said, you, you write fast, you listen fast, you eat fast, you walk fast, because there's so much happening and it's it's just to you, You're trying to be a sponge and just absorb everything you can while you're there. Um, but it is really an in, an incredible and um, privileged opportunity to be able to go and immerse yourself in that space.
0: It sounds incredible. And obviously, you know, we were on our side and we were feeling that as well. So I can't imagine what it felt like to actually be there live in Boston. Uh, Marlene, it sounds like our experience was a little bit on the other side, like not as exciting. Mm -hmm. But will you just speak through how we did it here?
5: So it was really awesome to attend virtually as always. We had a couple of venues set up across um, Johannesburg and for the remote individuals at the company to join to make sure that we get maximum exposure and that everyone could attend all of the sessions that they wanted to, that were available online. Um, I think despite not being at the physical venue, we were still very much connected. And what was really inspiring and exciting to see was the collaboration and unpacking the sessions between the teams and following each presentation. You know, the sparking of ideas was really insightful.
0: So obviously the theme of the connected customer was a big one and being at Inbound, you felt connected. (laughs) Being um, virtual at Inbound, we felt connected. Darren, I'm just interested. Do you think that the the, um, downscale of Inbound this year um, was a COVID thing or that they found value in that? Um, Because obviously it hugely impacted your experience in a great way.
2: Um, So it was definitely a conscious decision um, for them to reduce the numbers um, and to change the format of the event. And we've seen the events shift over the years, So the first time we went and I think each year you get something slightly different out of it. Um, And you go with different objectives, but I think having it scaled down, you know, allowed it to be a little bit more in depth and more personal, but it was still 10,000 people. Right. So it was still loads (laughs) of people. Um, Yeah. It's, it's not a small event, but you know, the ability to connect with people so they changed the format with the deep dive sessions being an hour and a half. Um, I thought, whoa, okay, it's quite long to sit in a long you know one and a half hour presentation. And you would get to the end of, of this one and a half hour session and go, hmm, could have done another 30 minutes of that. And so I think the presenters that certainly the ones that I attended did make full use of that time. And then there were some really short, powerful sessions delivered a a very impactful message. So I think it was intentional and I think it worked.
1: Wow, that's perfect. Um, So, yeah, I think we've heard, um, I think during the entire conference, um, the theme of the connected customer was a big one. So let's talk a bit about the connected customer and what is a disconnected customer and how can we make our customers more connected?
2: And so I, d- I don't think there's one answer to it. You know, so Damesh and Yamini you know, both spoke about it, and it was a pervasive theme throughout the conference. Um, and Wendy and uh, Tandy and I discussed this um, at length over a few margaritas. Um, but <laughs> for me, yeah, I think the, the connected customer is something that we've always aspired to. Um, I don't think it's unique, right? I don't think it's new. I think it's just saying how do we do this in a in a new environment? But so having a human connection and being able to um, sit with your customer across a desk, discuss the challenges that they face, um, and have a meaningful connection with them has always been what we aspire to in the marketing and the sales environment that's hard to do at scale and it's hard to do digitally. So I think what Damesh is talking about is building community um, and to build a community of like-minded people that are able to mutually benefit. uh, There's a mutual benefit to being part of that community. On the converse, I saw a lot of people at Inbound looking at technology and how they can utilize technology to do or facilitate human connection. And they're layering more and more technology on top of one another without actually going, how do we make this more human? Mm -hmm. So my take out from it was, how do we make better use of the technology we have and make that or use that as an opportunity to really deeply connect with the people that we want to deliver value to and not just throw in another piece of technology that we will hope will build a connection because I think that's superficial and will not be sustainable. And like we just see an explosion of software and technologies um, and choosing a technology that allows you to actually genuinely connect with your customer and understand what they want from you. I think is really important um, in this age of of rapid development of technology.
0: One hundred percent. So for the for the HubSpot junkies like us, and with what you've just said, all the updates that they announced in the spotlight, how do you think they are going to help us, or how can we apply them to, um, you know, drive towards that connected customer? Um, without it just being another layer of software?
2: So uh, I think that we have to always approach it from the perspective of being human, right? And saying, how does this help our customer or prospective customer make a more informed decision? Not how do we use this to sell or how do we use this to brainwash or change a person's mind or change their perception, how does it help them solve the problem that we're able to solve? Um, and I think if we do that, then all of the advancements. so there's lots of cool stuff that HubSpot launched, right? It's, and we can talk through that at Nauseam. But when we're applying that, it's going, how do we make sure that we're not doing this for our own benefit. We're doing this for the customer's benefit. You know, so if we are using it to visualize the customer journey, which is something that I think is really cool that HubSpot have introduced, we're not doing that solely for our own benefit. We're doing that so that we give the customer a more engaged and more connected experience of our business and our sales process, and um, we deliver on their requirements. And I think if we take that as the, at the forefront of our decision making, then all of the technology that we bring will add value rather than detract from, from the process.
0: 100%. Um, I wanted to open the conversation up now onto the actual product, product updates that they announced. Um, we we were very excited on our side, um, and especially Marlene. I know that there were one or two of them that really ignited <laughs> um, excitement as to how you're going to apply them to your customers. Um, what were wh- one or two specific highlights from that product update for you?
5: Oh, Shaz, why do you have to limit me to two? <laughs>
0: Or three or four. Um, I'm okay. kidding.
5: <laughs> so there were so many things to get excited about. I think the biggest one for me, and Darren will attest to this, I've been wanting to do a multi channel with WhatsApp um, strategy for the longest time. That's probably one of the biggest um, updates for me that I want to see roll out. Um, and uh, yeah, I agree that with what Darren said, it's about the application and the communication strategy that we're going to use. So that's a big one coming up. And then the other huge thing is the data management and quality update. I mean, having a CRM with, no want to say dirty data, but um, incomplete data sets, that's not useful for a marketer at all. So I'm very excited um, about the quality updates.
2: So, Malin, I think from our perspective on the quality update side, um, what's exciting for me is that it's AI driven um, mm. and that you'll be able to automate that update. You know, so for the longest time, we've always looked at databases going, how do we do this very heavy, intense manual cleansing of, of databases? Um, so that we can be more professional, more personal. And having technology that does that data cleansing for you, based yeah, you know, that's what computers do really well. And that's what software does really well. And that frees up the creativity in the people that are executing on the marketing to not be worried about data cleanliness, but to be thinking about the customer and how they can help them.
0: I was really excited about Campaigns 2.0. Um, for that that exact reason, just the advances that it's going to add to reporting, for example, um, without us having to kind of sit and scrounge around, it's already there. It's all integrated and we have more time to expand on what that data actually means. Wendy, is there anything specific from the product updates that that stood out to you?
3: So you guys have actually covered um, the ones that we really excited about, but there was another one, um, which which will allow us to prioritize our deals and to sort them. So you know, for for a salesperson's from a salesperson's perspective, it really helps sort of you know get them to focus on what's important. Um, yeah, and 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 again, just to just to in a sense like go back to basics, like really just. Simplify the process.
0: back to basics always from a Wendy. <laughs> and that's like you said we're already on we're already on those conversations that they were having. Now it's just to be inspired to in, in, instill them.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean the WhatsApp integration is a huge thing. I mean that is becoming a, a sort of our primary source of communication. Um, so that was very exciting too. I mean, Carl's session, I literally, Darren, you attended his session the day before, but I mean, I was, I, I literally was so excited. I, I wanted to keep on telling him just to slow down. I could have, <laughs> I could have actually
0: spent a day with the man. <laughs> Fine, Gurling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it, there's so much um, that to try and, and communicate it all in here is, yeah, you know, it is very, very challenging, but yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, the fact that HubSpot is continually evolving and continually updating and staying in tune with the market for me is really exciting that they're delivering these new tools and technologies based on the input that they get from their customers. So they're living and breathing that, right? So um, people like Marlene and Wendy and, um, are using the tool on a day-to-day basis. Are putting forward ideas and HubSpot are building those ideas to enhance the product for the customer. So that talks back to this connected customer, HubSpot are living and breathing that connected customer experience.
3: So in a nutshell, Darren, just to add to that, so we're all being bombarded with the whole, um, how do you balance hybrid versus, versus in-person? Um, how do you balance technology? And to me, they've really listened. So Everything is, is sort of. I felt like it was it was done intentionally, um, and very mindfully, which we need, now need to um, translate and
1: put into our into our tool. Agreed. Okay, moving away from the HubSpot update into the talks, Tandy, this one is for you. What was your favorite talk during the conference? <laughs> now that's hard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, th- I had two talk i mean i went almost every talk that i went to was amazing but i think two really stood out for me um one i attended was with on three three reasons your sales team is not doubling the the sales numbers amanda holmes
0: amanda yes Yes, (laughs) she was
4: amazing, absolutely amazing and she had so many great ideas and just, you know, but just the whole way she spoke and her energy and it was just captivating, she was amazing and then there was um, actually three that stood out, so then I also attended one around mindful communication for um, remote work. And that was also really, really interesting and um, I think, and and communication is is an issue that comes up, I think, in most businesses a lot, but definitely we found in our business over the last sort of couple of years, or maybe always, you know, one of the things whenever we're drilling down into why things are not working, communication is always one of the things that pops up. she just had so many wonderful things to say about how to communicate a bit better and how to communicate properly based on the fact that not everybody is always in the room. And I think not everybody is always in the room is so relevant, not only to to work, remote work or hybrid work, but also because as businesses scale and grow, not everybody is always in the room. We started out with five of us in a room all the time together and knew everything that was happening to where we are now. And so we use that instinctive knowledge of of what's happening around us and therefore that communication is so much more important. And then right on the last day, Wendy and I attended um, a talk with, uh, one of the HubSpot talks on 10 reasons um when's what was it remind me 10 10 uh, 10 something from revops 10 examples of revops and and how it can grow your sales and also another incredible speaker who was just you know so um full of lovely ideas and really really valuable information and um also, some of it around communication, around all sorts of things. But um, I think those were my top three.
0: I love that we we know that Wendy's was Carl Jepsen. <laughs> um, Darren, was there a talk that stood out to you the
2: most? No, I think you know, for me, it, it, there's always the surprise one, and right? mm. so. Um, I went to the, the talk by Jane Goodall, Dr. Jane Goodall. And yeah. although I know who she is and like I wanted to hear what she had to say, um, she just had so many pills of wisdom to yeah. share. Um, and so humble in her approach to life um, and the, the simplicity with how she delivered the message for me was so authentic and yeah she really stood out for me as a highlight possibly because it was so different to everything else but I found that really inspiring
4: she was delightful she was (laughs) absolutely delightful
0: and that resonated digitally as well I mean we were all sitting in South Africa I think it was at around nine o'clock if I'm not mistaken and we were also just in awe (laughs) she was unreal um Marlene I remember we were talking and that was also something that really surprised you about Inbound in general when it came to those speakers.
5: Yeah, I think the overall vulnerability from all of the speakers um, mm-hmm. were, were surprising. I feel like this really tied into um, their messaging and made the talks even more relatable. I feel like this is an emphasis of the movement towards relevance, reliability and overall the connectivity of everyone, and like Darren said, the community as a whole.
1: So that was really sweet. And um, I just want to find out from you guys all. um, Obviously, like we attended a three-day or or four-day conference. Um, Were there any mantras or insights um, that you would carry out throughout the year that you got from the conference? Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think there were definitely things that you can do. Um, Amanda Holmes has a mantra that she taught us, which I'm, I've already been using a little bit. Um, and I certainly think, yeah, and the mindful communication skills. I think those again you can take and just immediately begin to apply in your own in your own space. And then I think it's really important that we bring a lot of these things home, and we teach them to our teams too, because they weren't privileged to attend
1: these sessions. Cool. And Darren,
2: so the one that that stood out for me was um, a quote by from Jane Goodall, um, where she said that hope is should be seen as a verb. Um, yeah. So she she said hope. Yeah, you know, she was talking about the environment, but I think this can be applied to life overall, right? right. So hope should be seen as an action rather than an emotion. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we often talk about, I feel hopeful, or I wish I had hope, um, whereas she was saying that hope is generated by action, right? So if you want something to happen, take action, and then you can express hope as a as a verb as an action rather than as an emotion um and for me that was really powerful to go like be the change you want to see
0: yeah i also really like that she gave the analogy of the the light at the end of the tunnel where hope is the light at the end of the tunnel but at the end of the day you're still on the other side of the tunnel in order for you to reach that light and there will be darkness and obviously that could be a metaphor for hard work as well um so yeah jane was the crowd favorite uh, digitally and in person as well um for me emma greedy did did um any in did tani wendy darren did you guys manage to watch her at all
3: no i didn't
0: attend oh my goodness you have to watch her on demand um she was also really cool such a powerful woman in business at the moment um and one of the things that stood out from her that I will be applying as a mantra um, is she she was just like, I'm a gut instinct person. <laughs> and as much as um, there are things that need to be thought out, um, being in the business space, sometimes you do just need to go with your gut. Um, and if we are surrounding ourselves with the methodologies and we're surrounding ourselves with the the goals and and ways that we're wanting to move forward then our gut should be aligned with that as well um so i really enjoyed that Malim.
5: for you so for me i think the biggest thing is just that you owe it to yourself as well as your customers to think outside of the box and to be unique and bold with your approach i
4: think there was a very big um very big theme around being unique or different because you have to stand out in a very noisy crowd Mm -hmm. you have um you know you you want your clients to look forward to your mails to be inspired by you to feel happy to feel something interested excited because everyone is sending stuff to everyone at the moment and that was a big theme like it's a the internet, the, your email, everywhere is a very big noisy space. And if you don't stand out in that space or offer your clients something that's really individual and valuable to them, then you, you're just part of the noise.
3: Big one for me was, I happened to attend the last session, my last session was all about RevOps, which sometimes is a little bit of a of an interesting concept, right? But it was unbelievable. And so to me, it was all about creating organizational alignment. Um, I think as Tan said, we're all bombarded with everything and we've got to be really mindful that our customers don't get caught up um, in our internal process and that we constantly shop our own product um, and just really ask ourselves the hard question um, and make sure that we're actually um, providing our customers with what they need, and we and we are moving. Um, to, you know, we we are so constantly evolving to make sure that we we're moving with them and with
1: the times. Cool. So I think um, I'm going to close off um, this conversation. What is it that you would love our listeners to remember from today's episode, or should be asking, or something that they can remember
2: after listening to this episode um so i think the 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 thing that i think people should should take away from any conference of this nature is um you know to find something that is applicable to their business to their here and now and then to find something that's applicable to their business in 12 to 15 18 months maybe two years time and work towards that. Um, If you try and take all the learnings and apply them immediately, um, you're going to change too much and none of it's going to stick. So what are the one or two key takeouts that you're going to apply? And for me, I think the connected customer is something that I want to explore more and to figure out because at the same time as people are saying, we want to be more connected, there's also a drive for customers to be able to self-service. So I think it's been present and relevant at the right time, at the right place for your customer and being available to them. So I think if you can be available to your customer how they want you to be there, then you are moving in the right direction. I think that would be my key take up.
5: I think the key takeaway here is going back to the uniqueness and creativity. Um, So like we discussed, in a digital world, the only thing that you can be is different in your approach and strategy, and I think that extends into the ways in which we sell. So don't be afraid to be different, whether it's in marketing or sales or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's it in short.
4: No, so I think similarly to Darren, I agree that you can only, you know, implement some of your stuff and you have to have a bit of a plan around that. Except for me, I think it's as I said earlier, it's to bring back some of that thinking and then to really be able to teach it to my team and, and embed it first internally before we can start to make, wow, great plans about what we're going to do for our customers and that, I really think it's important that the internal team get up to speed with it and we teach it to them first and then we can sit down as a team because we like to run it as an inclusive team and then decide what of this is really valuable to take forward in the business and how we plan to do that strategically over the next year to 18 months.
0: Definitely. I think instead of it just being looked at as, at, as the connected customer, you have your connected workforce by using your connected platform that is HubSpot for us um, equals the connected customer. And just starting from the bottom and, and filtering that through everything as we do in with the inbound methodology yes and i think also i mean wendy and i
4: have to align on on what we each brought back because we tried to attend different sessions and obviously she's sitting more on the system side so there's so much wonderful stuff that we need to now take and work out what we can apply and what works for us
0: perfect does anybody have anything else to add before we close off i do <laughs> yeah <I do. laughs>
3: so i'd like to add that it was it was an absolute privilege to represent spitfire um wow. we we had we had a couple of really proud moments um both as south africans as and, and as spitfire clients um is doing a phenomenal job i think um you could actually see the reverence and respect Um, amongst all the other partners and yeah it was it was it it really was a privilege it was you guys are doing a good job i have to second that well done guys hippie parades
4: (laughs) they know exactly who you are at at inbound
2: (laughs) thanks guys that's really cool to hear
1: well we hope you enjoyed our latest episode be sure to check out the blog post connected to this episode at SpitfireInbound.com and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We'd love for you to like, follow and subscribe to our podcast and for you to leave us a review if you liked this episode. Remember to tag us on social media on the handle at SpitfireInbound.com Please leave us a voicemail on Anchor or a comment below and we'll send a shout out in our next episode. Until then, bye. bye!